Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my show. I'm your host, Diana Veloros, a world training singer, author, songwriter. You can find out more about me on my website, dianabeloros.com. And the thing that you can do for me, please, is subscribe to my channel, share it, uh, tag your friends on Facebook, and make sure the podcast I'm covering reach a lot of people who are suffering at the moment, and I'm doing this podcast for you to make sure that all the topics that are giving you obstacles in your life are covered, and I'm usually inviting people who can give you additional tools so you can move further in your life, feel good for yourself, and um, get rid of all the blockages you're facing at the moment. And today, I'm going to cover self-awareness it's really important topic because most of the time people are not aware of how they feel. They don't. Uh, they're not aware how they act, and they're not aware how they uh, treat themselves even. So this is really important topic. Yesterday I talked about it on my uh, Facebook uh, live, and you can also add me, um, ask me to friend you on Facebook because I do this meditation. For uh, since I believe in May, every day at five o'clock. Sometimes I miss some uh, five o'clock and I do it later. But I would love all of you to um, add me on Facebook and be part of this meditation. So today I'm going to read some articles from other people and their perspective about self-awareness. And I hope this is going to make a difference because right now the world we live in. We need to be aware of ourselves and we need, uh, of course, to get to know ourselves better because most people, um, they even don't know themselves. So this article right here I found uh, is it's, um, titled The High Stage of Human Awareness. The highest form of human awareness comes through a number of realizations and stages of acceptance regarding the nature of human existence. There is no free will, as the seemingly complex going-ons of our lives are little more than pseudo-deterministic patterns being woven into time. There is, therefore, no objective good and evil. Heroes deserve no prize, and criminals deserve, you know, deserve no punishment. Any meaning we create in life is just that created. Meaning is not native to our material world, it must be conjured and subscribed to in order for it to take a shape. The subsequent embrace of our manifested meaning is a willful engagement and delusion, and this engagement is necessary only due to the frailty of human psyche. 1,000 years from now, and hopefully much sooner, this will be widely accepted as a germ theory is today. The current popular set of beliefs that attain true meaning from God or from anything else would be just as absurd to the thinkers of the distant future as is the ones who believe that sickness was caused by demon possession. Remarkably, the latter may be a lesser 
mischaracterization of reality that our current interpretations of morality and meaning. The author is Daniel Misler. He is a cybersecurity expert and author of The Real Internet of Things based in San Francisco, California. This is one of the articles I found, and I'm going to post links to it so you can uh, read it for yourself and uh, reflect on it. And um, make sure that you start to do the work on yourself, which is really important right now. And we need to start going deep inside ourselves and doing the work so we can bring all this goodness, all this amazing human trace we carry outside in the world and make a difference. This is the only way to do it because we carry a lot of light inside ourselves. The only thing we need to do is to be aware of it. And when we bring the light outside, then things are going to shift in the right direction. So here's another article I found. What is self-awareness and why is it important? Ways to increase it is by Corny Ackerman. Self-awareness is the ability to see yourself clearly and objectively through reflection and introspection. While it may not be possible to attain total objectivity about oneself, that's the uh, that's a debate that continues to rage throughout the history or philosophy. There are certainly degrees of self-awareness. It exists on the spectrum. Although everyone has a fundamental idea of what self-awareness is, we don't know exactly where it comes from, what is the precursors are, or why some of us seem to have more or less than others. There is where the self-awareness theory comes in offering substantial answers to questions like this. Before you read on, we thought you might like a download of three emotional intelligence exercises for free. They're, they are opening, uh, they're offering three emotional intelligence exercises for free here. This science-based exercise will not only help you improve your self-awareness, but we will also give you the tools to foster the emotional intelligence of your clients, students, or employees. So um, what is self-awareness theory? Self-awareness theory is based on the idea that you are not your thoughts, but the entity observing your thoughts are the thinkers separate and apart from your thoughts. We can go about our, our day without going our inner self and next thought, merely thinking and feeling and acting as we were. However, we also can focus on our attention, on that inner self, an ability that devour and wiggle on damage self-evaluation. When we engage in self-evaluation, we can give some thoughts to whether we are thinking and feeling and acting as we should or following our standards and values. This is referred to as a comparing against our standards of correctness. We do this daily using these standards as a way to judge the rightness of our thoughts and behaviors. Using these standards is a major component of practicing self-control as we evaluate and determine whether we are making the right choices to achieve our goals. Research on the topic. This theory has been around for several deca decades, giving researchers plenty of time 
to death its soundness, the death of knowledge and self-awareness, it is called its correlates and its benefits can provide us with a health foundation for enhancing self-awareness in ourselves and others. According to the theory, there are two primary outcomes of comparing ourselves against our standards or correctness. Paths will find alignment between ourselves and our standards. Without or find discrepancy between ourselves and our standards. When we find discrepancy between the two, we find ourselves with the two choices to work towards reducing the discrepancy or avoid it entirely actively. Self-awareness theory and subsequent research needs suggest that there are a couple of different factors that influence how we choose to respond. Basically, it comes down to how we think it will turn out If we believe there is a little chance of actually changing the discrepancy, we tend to avoid it. If we believe it's likely that we can improve our alignment with our standards or correctness, we take action. Our actions will also depend on how much time and effort we believe that realignment will take. The slower progress will be the less likely we are to take on the realignment efforts, especially if the perceived discrepancy between ourselves and our standards is large. Essentially, this means that when we face with a significant discrepancy that we will take a lot of consistent and focused work, we often simply don't bother and stick to avoiding self-evaluation on this particular discrepancy. Further, our level of self-awareness interacts with the likelihood of success in the realigning ourselves and our standards to determine how we think about the outcome. When we are self-aware and believe there is a high chance of success, we are generally quick to attribute that success or failure to our effort. Conversely, when we are self-aware but believe there is a low chance of success, we tend to think that the outcome is more influenced by external factors than our efforts. Of course, sometimes our success in realignment with our standards is driven in part by external factors, but we always have a role to play in our success and failures. Interestingly, we also have control over our standards, such that we may alter our standards if we find that we do not measure up to them. This is more likely to happen if we were focused more on the standards than on ourselves. If we fail where we are focused on the standards more than our performance, we are more likely to blame the standards and alter them to fit our performance. Although it may sound like merely Shifting the blame to standards and therefore letting yourself off the hook for a real discrepancy, there are many situations in which the standards are overlie strict. Therapists' offices are filled with people who hold themselves to impossibly high standards, effectively giving themselves no chance of success when comparing themselves to their internal standards. It is clear from the research on self-awareness that it is important factor to play in how we think, how we feel, and how we act and how we react 
to our thoughts, feelings, and actions. Four proven benefits of self-awareness. Now let's shift our attention to research on the outcomes of being self-aware. As you might imagine, there are many benefits to practicing self-awareness. It can make us more proactive, boost our acceptance, and encourage positive self-development. Self-awareness allows us to see things from the perspective of others, practice self-control, work creatively and productively, and experience pride in ourselves and our work as well as generate general self-esteem. It leads to better decision-making. It can make better at our jobs, better communications in the workplace, and enhance our self-confidence and job-related well-being. The benefits listed are reason enough to work on improving self-awareness, but this list is by no means exhaustive. Self-awareness has the potential to enhance virtuality. Every experience you have as its tool and practice that can be used anywhere, anytime. To grant yourself in the moment, realistically evaluate yourself and the situation and help you make good choices. Three examples of self-awareness skills. So we know that self-awareness is good, but that does it look like? How does one practice self-awareness? Below are three examples of symptoms someone practicing self-awareness skill. So um, I can give you uh, an example uh, from my life that uh, somebody who doesn't want to have a big house, a good car, a luxury car, if they try to live life like this, uh, that it doesn't fit their standards, basically uh, this person is is, uh, most likely to fail because they don't want something, they don't desire something, and they are manifest this in their life, and eventually at the end they lose something. And um, it's uh, it's uh, the, this example. It's not it's somebody who I had in life, and that's how things at the end end up. They just want um, uh, to rent an apartment. They want um, just normal car, old car. They want. Uh, they don't want to go on vacation. They don't want to um, have. Uh, they don't want to go to a restaurant. They don't want to meet uh, people who are uh, basically successful and have everything what life has to offer. And again, this is setting up the things that uh, the other partner were able to uh, help to establish in their life uh, to uh, failure again. And when you are not grateful and thankful for the things you have, and you're always um, looking on the other side, and you're going, uh, you're looking down to the things that uh, you want to be, who you want to be, uh, how you want to live your life, then uh, definitely uh, the things that you are able to uh, have in your life and to work for it, they're going to be lost eventually, and everything is going to be gone. And you need to uh, get to know yourself. You need to go after the things 
that are making you who you are. You don't have to force yourself to get things that doesn't match your standards because you need to establish standard in your life in order to live a life that it's uh, according to standards. So uh, you need to think about that and uh, you need to get uh, with a partner who is on your level of standards so you can um, live a life that is meant to be yours. So this is really important. Don't force anybody to be something they're not. We are coming to this uh, uh, right now point where uh, you need to make sure that the person you have in your life, they have they have the same standards, they want the, the same thing you want as in order for the th- these things to manifest in life. Because sub- your subconscious uh, is constantly working and it goes into your conscience and uh, that's what you're manifesting again. And uh, it's really not a good situation for the partner you have in your life. So think about it. Anyway, thank you so much for being with me. This is the end of the show. You can download this show on iTunes. Please uh, send me a message, uh, drop me a comment, subscribe to my channel, share it, tag it. Uh, Thanks, somebody. Let me know what you think about my podcast. I have been having them for the past six years. And check out my website, subscribe, and get a free gift. It's dianabewaros.com. And my website for Block Talk Radio, it's blogtalkradio.com slash dianabewaros. Thank you so much, everybody. All my love to you. Be safe. Be healthy. Take care for yourself. And things are going to turn out for the best. And I'll be live next Friday talking about another topic that is going to benefit all of us.